Anomaly. We back for another episode of Anomaly, man. Got the, the co-host yes, of the sir. year, Rich yes, Got the sir. press yeah. clean. Hold up. We got to let them know. See the, the sports time my, or sports time with my hoodie. Go get that. Go get that. Get merch. that. Appreciate the logo, love. Man, how you doing, baby? I'm good, man. No complaints here. We got some some beautiful basketball to talk about. Life man. No complaints. That's that's the way it's supposed to be. Yes, man. What a what an amazing first round we got. You no, know, today's the only day. Honestly, we haven't had basketball in like three weeks. Feel a little weird. Yeah, it's. It, it, I feel a little naked without it. I ain't gonna lie yeah. to you. I've been I've been I've been watching old school highlights and old Kobe games and crap. For no. <laughs> But man, hey, uh, the glory days. <laughs> the glory. <laughs> we that old. We talking yeah. about the good old days. Boy. <laughs> but man, they uh they've given out some awards for us. So let's go ahead and recap those awards. Talk a little bit about the first round playoffs. Start off with Toronto. Scotty Barnes, rookie of the year. Um, I was actually not upset with this one because I, I was pretty big on Scotty Barnes coming out of the draft. I thought I thought he was the player who was like the scariest player in the entire draft, I thought. I thought Scotty had tons of potential, goes to a good spot. He can be great. Mm. He had a fantastic season in Toronto. He definitely helped him get to the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, the thing is with Scotty Barnes, I'm not gonna say I'm. He, I'm not gonna say he doesn't deserve rookie of the year. I just think rookie of the year should have been Cade Cunningham. When you look at a dude who's averaging the most points, what he's the second in assists, and he's like top five in every category. It doesn't make any sense for me. I know they probably use the the. Team record for Scotty Barnes. I was gonna say, do you think the playoffs help Scotty Barnes' resume? I think, I think, yeah, definitely for sure. I think that's a big thing, and somehow they try to equate winning to Rookie of the Year when it's never been the case. Rookie of the Year has never been a team award; it's been an individual award because most of the rookies are going to the worst teams. teams in the league. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I, I still think it's K. Uh, but congrats to Scotty Barnes. Not, not gonna say he's not deserving of it because he definitely earned it. Definitely had a great year himself. I mean, and those are some bright futures, to be honest. Those are some really bright, like, scary, one of the best draft classes yeah. in a while. Yeah, we, I think we look, we're going to look back on this draft class in you know, 10 years and talk about how, how dominant all those players still are. Um, I mean, they could even gave the Cole. I don't care the Cole rookie of the year this year, honestly. I, I wouldn't be mad at that. You know, Jason Kidd, get, Jason Kidd Greg, Greg Anthony style, you know. But I just think, like you said, K definitely deserved to be remembered for the year he just had as a rookie. For sure. Now you know it's not gonna be remembered as much. Yeah, Trey fan like us. Yeah, that's what, I, and I'm definitely a fan. So like, if you really watching basketball, you you will see Kate. Kate is him, but like he's also not getting as much publicity as these other like spots. Yeah. Like for some reason, I don't I don't know why, but dog is putting up seventeen five and five. That's not really normal in your rookie year. Like that's nah. not normal. So like we kind of stigmatized to that junk too. We definitely do. Uh, Coach of the year, man, well, well earned here. Um, I went for a reach and picked T. Lou, but he had a fantastic season. But Phoenix Suns, Monty Williams, you know, he he's got those boys playing again. Miss, he, he didn't have Chris Paul for a good chunk of the season. You know, Devin Booker had some injuries this year. Aiden had some injuries this year, and uh, the Suns kept moving. And I think a hell of a season for Monty Williams. Well deserved. For sure, well deserved. No. No questions. I, I, I want to, for like some reason, have like a, a coach of the year team, like an all first team coach of the year for some reason. But like, because there was so many coaches who did a great job. You talk about T. Lou. You look at Taylor Jenkins, the job he's doing. You uh, made Udoka and the Celtics, what they doing. Like, you, I want to give them all like some type of like award. But like, Monty Williams is definitely like on top. 
Um, I think that really showed in this this first round when they beat the Pelicans, when Devin Booker went out. Uh, you looked at it and you're like, oh, okay, D Book out. Like, oh, what's going on with the Sun? Like, nah, yeah. it's, it's nothing going on. Cause they, that's a well-oiled machine because of him. So, shout out to him. And you got those guys believing that they can beat the best team in basketball on any given night. And mm-hmm. uh, like you said, just gigantic shout out from where he's come from, his yeah. days in New Orleans, to see this now, well, actually days in Oklahoma City. But yeah, days, to see it now is just, you know, amazing. So congrats to Coach of the Year. Mm-hmm. Defensive Player of the Year, man, for the little guys. Shout out to the little guys, the guards. We deserve that one. My boy Marcus Smart brought it home. Huge. That's a dog. That's a dog. And man, huge. Oh, we can't say enough about his like his like uh his play defensively and I know it's a defensive player of the year, but his play offensively too. I feel like he just he just stepped over and like filled any gaps that that team needed. Like whether it's like y'all need a facilitator, let me do that. I got you. Y'all need a defensive anchor, let me do that. Even at the guard position, I'm I'm getting after it. So shout out to him, definitely deserving. You know, my pick was Mikael Bridges, who also doing a great job. Also, Mark, yeah. Mark, Marcus Smart doing a he a dog. He a dog. And that's uh, all I can say about that. You want him on your team. And uh, on a, in a guard-driven league right now, he's checking your best guard, bar handler, or wing every mm-hmm. single night for the Celtics, you know, which definitely takes a huge weight off of Tatum and Brown's shoulders. They're also two good defenders still, but if he can go check the best player every single night, you ain't got to help. Marcus got him. And, you know, yeah. that's first guard to do it since GP. It's a huge honor. That's for sure. And, you know, he's not like – I think he's really he's smart too. He's not just like oh, just rowdy. Like he knows that there's certain guys he can't do, but he just want to make it tough. You just want to make it tough on them, make it tough, make them make them feel like they're in a dog fight. And he's yes. doing that. Like even you got your young players, and like sometimes they see blocks, they see steals, but like no, sometimes you just gotta make it tough. Just make them feel like they they gotta play hard. You know what I mean? So every night you gotta think about how you going how you gonna approach Marcus Smart offensively if you know he matched up on you every single night. Yeah. Yeah. And once again, bro, for my younger players, I think if you got a, a nephew or you coaching or anything, bro, just like kids, you might not be the best jump shooter. You might not be the best dribbler, but you can always play some defense. I.E. Jose Alvarado from uh, New Orleans. You can always play defense. Always. You can always check. Yeah. Man, the, uh, the one award that's got the most controversy behind it, most improved player, uh, Job Morant. Bring the home, bring home the award. Yeah. Bring it home to Desmond Bain at that point. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you go first. I'll let you go first on Ja. Oh, uh, it's clear, bro. It's clear, like that Ja is not a most improved guy. Like he's 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 only transcended every year, and it's like I get that you want to like reward him for like having a great year and probably one of the uh, better years. Like, mm-hmm. but like I said, it's not a the best season or the most exciting season from a, but like it's. Is the most improved? Who made the most improvements? And it's not Ja. I my pick was Dejounte Murray. Your pick was Jordan Poole. And like I knew Ja was gonna get it just because of how the media plays it. But like they, yeah. like you got to do the work. Like Ja's not a most improved player. He's that's already why, down. That's his, why he gave his trophy to his teammate because he's like, no, nah, that's not me. He knows that. He knows and even that. and even Desmond Bain would have been a good argument for it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like those only those guys, bro. Like they got to do their job and show them, but them players love because they doing a good job. Any reward for that as well. And what, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. You know, what bugs me is that they created something for guys who have fantastic seasons. It's called the All NBA team. Right. John Morant making second team All NBA or first team All NBA, that is his achievement for the year. You right. know, but 
most improved. You were the second pick of the draft. You know, we, yeah. we we knew you were great. That's why, that's why they took you a second. I, yeah, like it's just it's tough to, to to say the most improved. Not saying he didn't have a great increase in points per game, yeah. assists. He did all of it. He took his team from bad to the second best team in the West most of the season. So like I get it, but there's so many guys that went from who are they last year to I got to actually watch their name before the game starts. Coaches need to start planning for how am I going to defend DeJounte Murray? How am I going to check Jordan Poole tonight? You knew you had to check job with the Grizzlies this year and last year. The dude had a 40-point game in the playoffs last year. Yeah. Come on, bro. Like, it's – I'm sorry. They got to stop doing that. They got to stop. I was not a fan of that, man. That was was whack. It was an easy way out. I didn't like it. That's why we got our next man up award or our next up award, which we named. I deemed Anthony Edwards. You had Darius uh, yep. Garland. So I think that 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 award goes to John, not most improved. Yeah, yeah no, nope, not most improved, man, because he already been here. He already here. We know who Jai is. Yeah. <laughs> we got lots of respect on his name already. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of respect, I think we got to start off with the, the first round game that has everybody in conversation. You know, the, the Brooklyn Nets got swept by the Boston Celtics. Swept. Swept. Yeah, that's I think that's the tougher part. A lot of people thought that they, you know, might not have enough to win it. Yeah. Um, you know, I you and I discussed with it, you know, via text, you know, they traded their whole team for a guy in James Harden who they didn't trade for a guy who never suited up for him. Right. And as you said, those will all be good excuses if you didn't get swept. Yeah. It's um at the end of the day, lost. Uh, then they lost. Like, uh, but you can't, you can't win or you can't trade for a championship. You know what I mean? Like, or you can't just put a bunch of people together and yeah. say, "Oh yeah, this is a championship team, bro." Like, championships are made in these regular seasons. Like, you see, like, you don't see teams at the bottom, like, basically in the finals. You don't see that. Like, you every year we see the top three, four seeds in the finals. So, like, it, it needs some consistency. You need some some like camaraderie. You need all of these things for a championship to go well. And yeah. like, they was they were struggling all year. You got guys in and out the lineups, injuries, trades. Like they was destined for that. They were destined to lose, I'll say that. And then like also shout out to the Celtics. Uh they came to play. Like, you know, everybody wanna like be critical. Everybody one thing, everybody wanna be critical of the Nets. They wanna say, Oh, K D suck, Kyrie suck. You would kill to have them on your team. You would you would you would Hey, if they say your your team is trading for them, you would, oh my God, thank you would kill. The Pistons trading for KD tomorrow. Hey, come on now, you would you would kill for that. So don't even say that, bro. They just lost. Like there's there's nothing gonna change their reputation. Nothing's gonna change their money. They don't give a damn what we think as other like outsiders. As people don't know, they yeah. don't give a damn. Like they you ain't changing nothing in their lives by saying like, oh, he's his legacy is tarnished. Them checks still coming in. <laughs> they all coming in direct deposit. We good. I swear, bro. And then, like, but back to the subject, like I was saying, bro. Like, they beautiful. They 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 game playing beautifully. One, they move. They moving the ball so well since the All Star break. And I think that like, that's a dangerous team over there because they just playing together. I I think that gives them a testament to them that they got swept. Like that they swept the Nets. So, yeah, I had a full out. Full out argument with a dude, man. I went to the point of he's him saying that KD not even a superstar. It's just like, man, the, the disrespect that the heat that the KD and Kyrie are getting is crazy. And like you said, no one's giving props to the Boston Celtics. Right. Jason Tatum was the best player in that series, the entire series. Mm. Justin Jason Tatum came to play. JB had a great series as well, but every night Tatum was giving you 
a tough 20 plus 30s for like he came to play and he he took that personal against KD and he showed out. Um, yeah. you know, of course, you know, the Nets were a little shorthand, all the other stuff, you know, had guys on the bench that they wanted to play and everything. We didn't even talk about that dude, but you got to get some props to the Boston Celtics, you know. And like you said, I, I don't think no, ain't no legacies tarnished, nothing like that from a from from a losing a, a series, you know. Like you said, he already got two time NBA champion, already an MVP. Kyrie, Kyrie, two Hall of Famers. So, yeah, the the reputations aren't tarnished. And like you said, both any team in the NBA would kill to have both of those players on their team, or just one of them. Facts, as a fact. Yeah, it's a series. They lost. Oh well, they going home. Cool. <laughs> Go home quick though. <laughs> yeah. I would I would have liked to at least see them get a game. That's a little disappointing, but I'm not really surprised when you when you like when you look at it. You know, like the matchup yeah. is not ideal for them by any means. Like that's a that was a really bad matchup for them to get the Boston Celtics. For Situationally real. as well. Yeah. Like yeah, bro. Like y'all don't even know who's starting. Like we don't. You know what I mean? So you got too many gaps to fill, and like you you didn't get you didn't fill those gaps during the trade deadline. And like we said, like, like we said last episode, uh, the Nets have been one of the worst defensive teams all season. Correct. Tatum and Brown are not two guys you want to have bad defensive games against, especially uh, not in the fourth quarter. Not in the, <laughs> not at all. So that was tough, man. Um, another good series: Memphis Grizzlies, Minnesota Timberwolves. Man, that was that was good. They came to play Minnesota. I'm pretty impressed, honestly, how they showed up. Still wanted more from Carl Anthony Towns, but I'm gonna let him off easy. But he still didn't hit that next. The next level for me, yeah. but Anthony Edwards showed out. Oh yeah, bro! Like he showed out. Shout out to the Timberwolves. I know it's like sometimes it's a little disappointing with like Carl Thomas. Sometimes I want to see his motor like all the time. I think it was, uh, I want to say it was game three or four when he like, he came out and he made it a point to like get yeah, going. Yeah, hit a good flash of it like that. Yeah, so, like, I need that like all the time, and I feel like that's going. That's what takes him to like the next level. But he's one of the most talented bigs in the in the NBA. Uh, there's nothing he can't really do on the court, but it's like yeah. it's that motor, that motor that need that you need to keep going. Uh, Anthony Edwards is showing. I think he's showing why he next up. Yeah, he next up. And he, what can't he do? Shooting off the dribble, he's slashing. You see him with some good defensive plays on John Moran. I've uh, also using his athleticism. So like he 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 gonna be one of those. So I'm I'm excited to see that young team. And then on the other side. Them Grizzlies is is deep. They are. That's a that's a physical tough team. Yeah, and they dogs. They they don't care, man. Desmond Bain been one of my favorite players of the year, and Desmond Bain showed up and showed out like the whole series. The whole series, he's shooting the hell off the ball, getting to the paint, mid range too. Yeah, boy got game. Boy got game. And then like they bring in that second unit. Nobody drops a beat. Tyus Jones hitting up big shots. Mm-hmm. You got Brandon Clark. Brandon Clark needs his, his, his some some recognition for what he did. Uh, when Jaron Jackson got in foul trouble, he just held it down defensively. He right there in the dunker spot, giving you little floaters and bunnies. So he he doing he just did his job. He just did his job. And shout out to Coach Jenkins, man, to making a tough decision to moving Stephen Adams to the bench. Mm-hmm. That's a tough decision. You, you that's a that's a vet, a proven yeah. NBA vet that's gonna get you a double double every night. But you know, like I said, good for him to understand that this series. Not good for Steven Adams. This is not a good series for him. You got to slide him to the bench. Xavier Tillman stepped up. Shout out MSU. Um, but, like, just Coach Jenkins, that was just – you don't see coaches really make adjustments like that anymore. And that, that was good. 
Yeah, for sure. That's why I think he's that saved the series for him. Yeah, yeah. He, they were in trouble. <laughs> they were in trouble in the pick and roll with Stephen Adams. Yeah, it was it was bad early, but like you know, like you coaches make adjustments and like the crazy thing is like that really impressed me is they came down from twenty points fourth quarter uh, fourth quarter games they were down ten kept coming back and winning a game like I think that just shows like they they're dogs and they really believe that they can win any game. Yeah, so, they they gonna hang around for sure. So yeah, Taylor Jenkins pretty embedded that in them. Yeah, that's a nice. I'm excited to see them this this series. That's all. Gonna be a good series coming up. We saw the Warriors do what we thought they would do of uh of Jokic and the Denver Nuggets. Like we said, just not enough firepower there in Denver right now with the their two other best players hurt, you know, mm-hmm. and um and Michael Porter and Jamal Murray. Mm-hmm. Not enough to beat the Golden State Warriors. I don't think many people had a, even thought that they would, you know, win two games, let alone one. Uh yeah, uh I think when you call Jokic the MVP, you might think he might get another game at least. You would probably too. Yes. But I think that series, for me, watching that game, like with my eyes, I think that just shows how great Draymond is. Amazing, like, man. Draymond is like one of – he's one of one. I know everybody be trying to be like, okay, uh, any guy who's 6'6 six, six, or 6'8 six, athletic and can pass and defensive minded can be Dray- – no, Draymond's a one of a kind. He's the best communicator in basketball. Yes, amazing communicator. You cannot hide him like you. You, he's everywhere on. Like he, he makes that team defense go. He, he covers up all the holes. That's one of my like favorite players. Even like I take the good with the bad with all his talking and all his little antics. I take the good <laughs> with the bad because I want him on my team. You need him on your team on defense, on offense. You, you see, he knows where to find his guys, and like you know, they deserve the recognition as well. Like Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, having that humility to come off the bench, Steph Curry. Like two-time MVP coming off the bench to, to Jordan Poole and letting him rock out for the Just whole. Go ahead series. and rock out this series, man. Yeah, but Draymond is is more than glue. Draymond is more than glue. He's he's a one of one. I tell you, I, I you can debate. He's the most important player on that team. You can debate it for real. Like man. he he makes the off when Draymond's on the bench, the offense gets a little stagnant. When he comes back in, man, they're a dangerous team. They're going on runs. He knows where every single person is supposed to be. At all times, and right. his, his basketball IQ is bar none. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes, like he, when I like watching it, I go, "You want to be like, okay, Draymond, like score that thing." I, I want him to like keep uh, be aggressive, keep them honest, keep them honest. Yeah. But like he, obviously, he knows what he's doing. You know, he knows what he's doing. He might turn it over or something. But like I said, you take the good with the bad because he's making so many more plays. Dallas and Utah, your favorite team, the Utah Jazz. <laughs> Luca, Dallas, and uh, Dallas did their thing on Utah, man. Jalen Brunson, what's up? What a coming out party he had. Man, we 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 texted about this series the whole the whole time. Whole time. And we can grab that clip of me telling you what Jalen Brunson was about to do to these Utah Jazz, and with or without Luca, I I I kind of seen the like, the writing on the wall with this one. I I personally didn't believe yeah. it at all. But, like, I know Jalen Brunson it, is better than most the average fan thinks. Like Definitely. You know, if you got a high school point guard, you got a middle school, you got a young point guard, you want him to look at Jalen Brunson, the guy who can't jump out the gym. Not who's the not fastest. even the best shooter. He's not the fastest. He's not the tallest. But he about to get it done in that paint. He don't get it done in the mid-range. He getting it done everywhere. So, okay. like, you, I, I just love, like, all-around players, guys who have no, like, flaws in their game. And I think Jalen Brunson is like the epitome of that. So, oh yeah, he's 
four years of college for sure. You can see it, man. He's building over by him, man. That's something special. But I, li- I love, uh, I like what I saw from Dallas that series, and um, I'm interested to see how round two goes for sure. Phoenix Pelicans, man. Congrats on the Pelicans for winning two. That's what I got. Congrats on the Pelicans for winning two. Mm. Yeah, the, uh, I think Phoenix is just too, too, too well oiled for them right now. But the Pelicans got a a nice future. They got they show some, some heart. They got some great pieces, and they got some dogs over there. So, like, I'm excited to, to see them next year. Yeah. Like you said, congrats to them. Uh, shout out to Willie Green from De- Detroit, Willie. You Detroit, Willie, baby. Shout out, shout out Willie Green, bro. He got them playing with energy. He got them playing good basketball. Good, ba- They fell short. They was playing just overall good basketball. Yeah. Though. I'm uh, excited for them in the future. Bucks and Bulls, man. Bucks and Bulls. That, no, that's – yeah, what we expected, man. Not much to say on that one, boys. We knew it. Hey, I, shout out to Demar for getting the game. Uh, yeah, don't get swept. <laughs> yeah, but like, uh, just too much. Yeah, too much. Too the, much. The, the Bucks trying to run it back. They trying to run it back. They got that. I don't know that created player. Yeah, thirty four. Like that. That junk's ridiculous. And they like playing. They locking up on defense. They got one of the best defenders in Drew Holiday. Bobby Porter's coming in and getting it done. He he's taking what he came off the bench, came off the bench to Rick Lopez, but he coming in shooting the ball, getting rebounds. He just what he just filling any holes, bro. Filling filling any gap that you need. So pause, but uh, <laughs> big pause. And that's kind of what the 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 whole Eastern Conference was was really a dominant team and other team, you know, just trying to get a game and two wins. Same yeah. for the Hawks, Miami. Um, so I, really not too much to discuss there. All no upsets in the entire first round. Nah. All top eight seeds advanced. Um, so let's get into the real stuff, man. Conference semifinals tomorrow kicks off. We got Boston and Milwaukee. Um, oh, we skipped over two series. Oh, we yeah, I did. I skipped over both of them because, like, yeah. I mean, we didn't, we didn't, I didn't expect much, but go ahead. I didn't expect <laughs> much. I didn't expect much from either two series. Hey, I, you, you're right. You're right. I, I probably did not expect to. I didn't expect the Raptors to get as many games as they did. And they did that. I'm not gonna lie to you. I I ain't gonna lie to you. See, I was trying to skip over them. I was trying to skip over that for them. They didn't deserve that. But also, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I, and that's not a knock on them. I think that's no. like, who I think Joel Embiid is. And like, like I, I think like I alluded to last time, like he wasn't gonna play as well against the Raptors just because they sent like three or four dudes at him like with high hands swarming. So like. That's kind of expected, but they got it done, and and be show you why he the MVP to me. Yeah, I'm still needing to see more out of James Harden. We're gonna find out next series for sure. We'll get more into that a little bit later, but yeah, yeah uh, Tyrese Maxey stepped up huge in the series. Like you said, Toronto with no Fran Van Fleet, they played well to win two games without your best player. Y'all did y'all thing, you know? Yeah, and depending on a rookie, that's also another thing. Scotty Barnes, rookie of the year, yeah, played, played his butt off. He definitely backed up the award. Yeah. Definitely backed up the award for sure. Yeah. And I think that might have helped a little bit too. But yeah, you know, you know how that go. And yeah, I mean, and the Hawks in Miami, and no, no disrespect to the Hawks, but you know they've taken a couple steps back this year. But one would also say they overachieved last year. You know, they sure. they extremely overachieved it last year, which I think gave people super high expectations going into this season. Um, and, and this year was tough for the Hawks, and they got an awful draw of the Miami Heat. I mean, you knew Miami was – Pat Riley and them, the Moners, them team, Eric Spolstra, 
if they're going to lose, they knew it was not going to be because of Trey Young. That was their – they made that rule. No way if we lose, it ain't going to be because of Trey. Yeah. It just took him out of the game. Bro, like, and the thing with, like, the Hawks is, like, they – Bogdan Bogdanovich, he can handle the ball a little bit, but they need a, a little bit of an upgrade, like, at that. Like, it can't be DeLon right. No offense. They need it. They need somebody else, like, to get the ball out of Trey hands a little bit yeah. or, you know, like, assist with the scoring a little bit more. Like, I, But I think they got, a, like, a decent team, but, like, not for that Miami team who's no. who's coming for it every possession. You're right. Um, they, need one more, they need one more combo guard. Yeah, or, or, or just a bucket getter at that wing position. And right now it's just a bunch of shooters and Trey. Yeah, so maybe maybe one of those guys steps up in the, in the, in the, in the next season. Maybe it's DeAndre Hunter who had a 35-point game. Or, you know, maybe it's Kevin Herter who takes another jump. So, like, I don't know who it is, but I think they need one of those. And it also hurt not having Clint Capella in some of those games, who's their anchor for their entire defense. And I think he showed his importance there as well. He 100% did. You got to keep that, keep Clint and make sure that's prolonged. He's he's he's, he's like the centerpiece for – he's Rudy Gobert for Atlanta. Um, so, I think he was huge, let's but – Let's not do that. He is, man. They need Clint, man. He's the center. He's the center of their defense. He he big everything. I like Clint. But yeah, and like Trey gonna go back to this. Uh, Trey gonna have a great offseason now. Like I'm kind of I'm happy that happened to Trey because now next season he's gonna know how to play against the double team. You you can see that Miami did so many different disguises on him. It was a lot. It was a lot yeah. to deal with for a young guard. He hasn't really seen that before. New York did not give him that last year. Yeah. Um, so you know. I'm excited to see what Trey Young does with this as a learning lesson moving forward. Yeah, it's and I think for Trey Young being a small guard, it's really hard to. It's really hard to like we don't see small oh. guards really lead their teams that well. Like that's why I say you need another guy who can get you a bucket because like I think they guarded him in a similar way that um, New Orleans guarded Dame a few years yeah. back in that Pelican series when they swept them. I oh. think they just they just sent a bunch of guys out them double team swarm and you don't. If you don't have nobody who can help you out in that setting, like, you know, consistently, like it's, you're going to struggle. You're going to struggle. Especially when you're a deep team, you know, like Miami, where we can get physical with Trey. We can take some fouls. We got a bunch of guys over here. We can play all day. So it's real yeah. physical on Trey. We bumping him off of screens. He's taking elbows. So everything is way more physical on top of the double teams on everything. Yeah. Trey would have been a hell of a series if Trey would have went crazy. So, like I said, you know, just really good execution by the Miami Heat. All righty. Easter Conference, man. Milwaukee and Boston. Um, this is going to be a good series. I'm a little hurt that they don't have Chris Middleton. Might make it a little closer, honestly. Yeah, I think that's going to that's gonna be a little tougher. We're going to see some some uh, guys we haven't seen as much step up. We might see Grayson Allen come in and, and do what he did in the first round, to be honest. And, yeah. And point those points up. But uh, I, um, I love how Boston moving the ball. I love how Boston playing. But I still might go with that. Alien and 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 Giannis. I'm a, I'm gonna go with the Bucks on that one. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Bucks in six. I think Tatum and Brown are really good, and Marcus Smart's really good. But I think the lack of big man might hurt them this series. Um, mm-hmm. I think Tatum and Brown find a way to get a couple of games due to no Chris Middleton. Um, but yeah, I got I have Bucks in six. I think. I think the X factor of that series will definitely be the defensive player of the year, Marcus Smart. Because offensively, he, he he's liable to give you probably like 18, or he's liable to give you eight. And 
four, six assists. Like, you know, he, but I think he, like, when they, when he plays well, the team plays well as well. So, like, I think he's like an X factor for that series. Like, if they play well, you can see something brewing in Boston. If he shuts out, if he shuts down Drew Holiday, slash, makes it very difficult for Drew to score, they're going to need a second guy in Milwaukee behind Giannis to score with no Middleton. That, that could make it very tough. So, you're right. I think Smart's got a chance to be the, the X factor here. Mm-hmm. Uh, another game tomorrow. This is going to be a good one. Got the Warriors, Memphis Grizzlies in the West. I, that, that one's tearing me apart. I'm not going to lie. Most you. of me wants to say Golden State in five is what most of me wants to say. I just – Memphis is so tough and nitty-gritty, and they kept so many games close. That kind of ner- that kind of scares me a little bit. But I, I see – I feel like Golden State's on that championship run. Like I feel like they think they can win it all this year. Oh, for sure. But I think the Grizzlies do, too, and they're young and they're ignorant. So I think they, they really they, – they would all love it. They would yeah. all love it. So I think I'm going to take the unpopular opinion. I'm going to take the Grizzlies. I, 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 and you know, even though like I think that's just my that's just my hunch. Literally, that's just been big with the Grizzlies all year though. That's just my hunch. I, I'm going. I'm rocking with the Grizzlies. I love how they play basketball. You want to call how many games? Six. Grizzlies is six. Yeah, I think if it goes seven, it, it the Warriors got that one. But I, I'm gonna say six. You're not gonna win Game Seven in San Fran. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Grizzlies and six. Okay, so we got that's a, that's a different one on that one. And then we got uh, Phoenix and Dallas. This could be oh. good or bad. This could be like I I could smell <laughs> a sweep, low key. Uh, but man, I, I think the Suns and Mikael Bridges match up very well against Dallas. I I can see Phoenix not having any issues in this series. Um, I think like uh, I think they'll struggle just because like the anomaly that Luca is like you got this huge dude who's able to give you 36 and six or and then you got Jalen Brunson give me some scoring as well but I think Dallas shoots a lot of threes and like that that can also be like used against him and I think Phoenix is a smart yeah. team to like they'll yeah. use the weaknesses against you so I think Phoenix is just like they too well oiled of a machine right now and they on their mission and DeAndre Ayton oh yeah for sure big body Dallas is gonna have an issue trying to figure out what they're gonna do with that guy down low yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, ain't gonna cut it. <laughs> that ain't gonna cut it, big dog. That ain't gonna cut it, Mark. Listen, nah, so. listen, man. They just gonna. I think, and the thing with Phoenix all year is like they pick apart mixed matches. Every that's game, what they do so well. Every game, someone else can beat a guy. Yeah, so they they see who what their where their strength is or their mismatch is, and they just go like whether it's CP, whether if it's Book or it's eight in some nights. Even Mikael Bridges might be liable to. Yeah, he go for thirty. So like. I think they just too smart. They too well oiled, and they they shout out to the Dallas Mavericks. But I, I got the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, I'm gonna call Phoenix in five. I'm gonna call Phoenix in five. I'm gonna go six. Mister Six over here. Okay, Phoenix in six. And then, man, this this series, man, I was so pumped for the Miami Heat Philadelphia 76ers series. Yeah. Until we got word that Joel's out indefinitely, which is a scary word that they used, but they said indefinitely. Which makes all of us think he's not going to play any at all this series. Yeah. Um, shout out to Joel. <coughs> That's my my MVP. Um, I'm hurt. I, would, I think it's like a big – I don't think we make enough of a big enough deal as like him playing through injury already with his in, his thumb injury. And yeah. playing with a thumb injury is hard, bro. On your shooting hand, that is hard. Like that's – I'd rather it be your finger for sure. Even, 
bro, even any finger injury is really tough. You catch yep. the ball the wrong way. It's old. Like, you, let me get a sub real quick. Let me shatter shake this off. Mm-hmm. And everybody not Kobe when we going to take our old hand and figure it out. Like, so, like, we need to get that some more, some more credit that he played with that injury and played well. But, like, this injury is like uh, the eye injury. He's definitely got to sit his butt down a little bit. And I think that's going to. That's, that's gonna hurt, man. That's gonna take the life out of them, man. I think we're gonna see Miami guard James Harden in a similar way they just guarded Trey Young, Trey Young, and just swarming him and throwing bodies at him. I think Miami's just too much. Yeah, without Joel Embiid, I think Miami's way too much for the 76ers. I think with Joel, it would have been a seven game series. Honestly, I think this could have went back and forth um, any given night. I feel like either team could have been a better team that night. Mm-hmm. But yeah, without Joel. I really want to say Miami going to win it in like six or five games, but that indefinitely word just really scares me with Joel. Like, can he put a mask on and play with a broken eye? Like, how bad is the fractured eye? But the thing is, he also has a concussion, and you don't want to play with concussions. Nope. Um, I don't care if it's the playoffs. I don't care if it's the final. You don't want to play with it. You don't want to play with concussions in this man's health. He got a lot of basketball to be played. And that's what they're going to tell him, man. We'll be back. We're going to get back here for you. Um, so you call it Miami this series as well? Yes, sir. I'm going Miami in five. Miami in five. So we got Miami, Bucks, and Phoenix. You all agree on all three advancing. And the one to circle, the Warriors, Memphis Grizzlies. That's going to be the series to circle. I got the Warriors moving on in five. You got the Grizzlies in six. Yes, sir. Oh, man. It's going to be a good one, man. I want to ask a couple of questions for you. Let's do a little series we got, you know, cap or no cap. Ask I ask you a question. Is it cap or no cap? All right. All right. Let's go. Is Steve Nash's job in jeopardy for a first round sweep? <laughs> no cap. I don't think, dude. I don't think he made any adjustments. Like all, like the entire series. The only adjustment I seen was was Blake Griffin. So no cap. We we gonna have to keep an eye on on that one for me. Ah. I'm saying cap. I'm saying cap, man. They're going to give him the benefit of the doubt. You had an all-star who didn't show up. You were shorthanded. You go have your team been in and out all series, off season. You had a guy set out for COVID protocols. Almost an applause to Steve Nash. I think they are looking confident moving forward with Steve Nash next season. Okay. All right. Whatever you say. It should be in jeopardy. We can disagree on that one. Yeah. Will it? Should it and would it are two different things, though. Yeah. Right now, we're talking cap or no cap is one thing I'm looking at is, is has job been the best best point guard in the NBA this year? No cap. No, no cap. cap. John Moran has been has no Yeah, cap. he's been the best point guard in basketball this year consistently on a consistent basis. I think every night he suits up with the Grizzlies, you think they got a chance to win. Oh yeah, twelve been been doing his thing. Twelve is I, I that's why I say no cap. Twelve is yeah. it's a rod. He has definitely arrived. Last but not least, Golden State Warriors are gonna get the NBA championship this year. I, hey, you already know. I already gotta go cap. I gotta go cap with that one. You know, I told you my pick. <laughs> oh man, I think cap as well. I think next year. I think next year is a lot better chance for the Warriors. I think the flame about to wear out soon. I don't, I don't know because they still got them young dudes coming back. So I don't. They well, them, the Kamingas, the the Wisemans, the Pools. They got a nice yeah. young. Next year, I think I think next year gonna be special. 
Yeah. So like I want to give them their off season, but like I'm for some reason I'm rolling with twelve in in that series, twelve in the Grizzlies in that series in Phoenix the, the entire way. Well, man, second round kicks off tomorrow. We got some good basketball to watch. Yes, sir. Any any words for the people, man, before we get out of here? Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, my message today is is don't be a scorekeeper. And what I mean by a scorekeeper is like you ever had somebody do you a favor or they do something for you and then they like try to bring it up again. You're like, okay, yeah, you remember when I remember when I did this? Why can't you do this? Like, you know what I'm saying? So don't be a scorekeeper. Like, you know, if you're gonna do something, do it off the love. And I mean, like, do it with no expectations. I know if I'm gonna do something that's off the love, we don't gotta talk about it again. It never happened. So make sure you keep like people who aren't scorekeepers around. Like, they just do it just because they love you, or they do it just because they uh, they wanted to. Yeah, watch out for them scorekeepers. Yeah, yeah, keep them away because them ain't that ain't real. Yeah, we ain't keeping. If I do something for you, it's off the love. We ain't keeping score. How many favors? We ain't counting favors. We're not counting favors, man. You supposed to look out for your boys. Yeah, just because. Definitely, man. Hey, man, round two kicks off tomorrow. We get some good NBA basketball, and uh, let's see how let's see how these picks go. Yes, sir. Watch out for twelve. Literally, literally, watch out for twelve. Anomaly, a podcast presented by Sports Time Worldwide.